systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Fine. Okay. Why? Okay. You really want to know? Like, really? I see you on Facebook. They're like, no, we do want to hear you. No, we do. Talk about it. Fine. Fine. Strap in. Throw the kids out of the car right now, okay? All right, fine. So our porn viewing habits. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> they change as you get older, they right? They do. They do. They do. Yeah. You know, I caught myself yesterday. Stop it. Um, Nobody wants to hear what check, you watch on no? your personal time. Is that not what we were talking about? No, Is that not, not what, what everyone's begging now. for? I thought it was. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Welcome on in. Pat and AJ podcast here with you coming from beautiful southern Arizona where we are enjoying a nice mild June. Can I say that? Can I say it's a oh, mild it's June? Wonderful. It's fucking gorgeous, right? It's been like just under 100. We're under a dust storm warning right now, which is no usually, problem. Those are usually kind of cool because they, they do roll in like yeah. it's it's really cool to watch. What are those? The uh, the uh, haboobies. The, the haboobies. Yeah, that's boobies. what I said. I'm like, yeah. where's the booby? We're where? under a dust storm warning. Where is it? There wasn't one, but we no, were under a warning. None of those, man. But it's been really nice. So I just thought and about that, that. And it hasn't been like, like you said, temperatures have been nice. <sighs> and because it's monsoon season, we're getting like cloud cover, which you have no idea the difference that that makes the kind of difference of walking your dog. Uh, at 8 p.m. versus walking your dog yeah. at 6 p.m. Like, the heat is so much less with the cloud cover. And it's weird because, obviously, it's, uh, you know, knee-deep in the summer now for all of our friends in the Midwest and the East Coast and stuff. So I'm seeing uh, friends of mine all over, right, the Midwest mainly, but get into their summer activities, and yeah. they're sweltering. Like, uh, who yeah. is it? Oh, former uh, TV friend of ours, Ashlyn Hill from Flint, Michigan, who currently is in the Nebra- yeah, Oma- she's in Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska? Yeah. Omaha, Nebraska market doing TV work out there but she's out at some like little you know minor league baseball game and it's like she's like fucking hot and sticky out in here i finally saw somebody post a picture of you know like a snowstorm from wisconsin like <laughs> yeah don't bitch right yeah, they're like please yeah. stop like yeah. you complained about this six months ago now you're complaining yeah. about that don't okay about that we can't have it perfect it's never gonna be perfect deal with um it. in chicago all types of folks trying to stay hydrated this weekend my hometown the uh Dead and company rolled into town for two nights at Wrigley Field. I saw a lot of the deadheads talking about, so here's the temperature and the humidity. Stayed hydrated. And then on the opposite side of things, today, uh, or was it yesterday, whenever you're listening, uh, Chicago had their big uh, pride parade, which is, you know, um, in a great part of the city called Boys Town. It's an eclectic part of the city. Uh, but um, again, sweltering temperatures and then people coming in and asses to elbows and you're like, ooh, boy. You yeah, know? I felt really bad. One of my friends back in Wisconsin had a, a death party, which I don't know if we've mentioned it on the show. But I think we were gonna, but then no, you no, said uh, we, you we, didn't. No, you, we, no, we talked about yeah. it, but she, I, I was going to ask her if she wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. She's been going through cancer for years. It's come, it's gone, it's come again. Yeah. Um, and she was given a very bad prognosis a few 
months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily now, apparently she's doing like very, very low chemo because she's like, I'm not going to spend the last six months of my life sick. But if this will help a little bit, I'll do it. So now it's looking better, but she's still at a death party. Right and her post on Facebook was hilarious. She's like, after a week of crystal clear skies, That's right. it's going to rain today yeah. for the death party. Yeah, be nice and muggy then. You get a little heat oh. in the air. Yeah, wherever you are, man. Hope you're doing well. Welcome on. It is the 141st episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. We appreciate you being here with us. Your bird is pissed that she's not on the podcast. She is chirping from the other room. Oh, my God. Do you have her outside? Uh, You have her outside She's outside of the cage. Yeah, I just opened the door. She may fly over. She may get angry enough and fly over. That would be really funny. Listen, I realize at this point, this is what I've uh, come to do with my life, and it's very odd. I realize this is for the new people who are part of the work-from-home crowd, right? These are people who maybe you were kind of forced into it, and then you never went back maybe you're someone who's found a whole new career and all of a sudden now it's available for you to do from your home right who knows but for people out there who may be getting into that groove of the work from home thing and i am one of those people right i'm coming up on i don't know is it seven eight months of me full time working from home and you really do got to make concerted efforts to do other things than just exist in your home between like work Sleep, eat. Yeah. You, you know, you got to do other shit. So as you hear my bird out there squawk, and of course I take care of my bird. She's a little Senegal parrot, and we're bonded for life, and she's excellent. She has all the little fucking doohickeys on her cage and indoor perches and outdoor perches. Say we open her door. She, she opens her she door. Climbs she climbs around the cage around for a few cage, hours. Right. So, uh, but uh, I, I need to do more with my time, so I take care of all the outdoor birds now. And I realize that I have a fucking schedule where I'm feeding like my bird and all the other outdoor birds. And by that, I mean we have like bird feeders now all around our house in the front and the back. And we're used to the birds coming around. We all stop and stare at the birds that come around. We've nicknamed one of the fucking families of birds that we comes have, around. We have a family of quails. There's a family. It's a mom. There's a dad. And two babies. Two, I'm like fucking Tony Soprano. With the ducks. With yeah. the du- Any Soprano nerds, and you really know the first couple seasons you of, of the, the Sopranos. The you ducks. That's me with these quails. Or anything else we have. It's very funny. We kind of ran out of food yesterday. Um, you know, there was some left. There's but some of scrounge. Course, there's, there's some there's, scrounge, there's, yeah. There's scraps. But you could see the birds, our regular customers, mm-hmm. just kind of drop by and by, like take a look to see what was left. Yeah. And I, I literally out loud said... Don't worry, I'm going to the store tomorrow. You did, came back. And I came back with a 40... <laughs> Let me tell you what happened at... Wow. Uh, true value today. Yeah, you didn't go or to. Sun- uh, no, I didn't go to. I, you didn't go to Home Depot to get the bag that I wanted you to get. No, I'm going. I'm not going to Home Depot Why? on a Sunday. Why? Because it's Home Depot on really? a Sunday. Yeah. I feel like Home Depots here in uh, Arizona are very quiet on Sundays because, like, actual workers go to Home Depot Monday through Friday. I don't know. Well, it's I actually just, like if you actually drive past a Home Depot lot, it's not but fucking pickup trucks with guys actually working. On the weekdays. So, yeah, I went out to run errands today, and I was going out to get vinyl for my cricket and birdseed. And first of all, I feel really bad, but I went to a craft store, uh, who shall not be named, and the cricket vinyl in stores is mm, almost three times the price it is on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was standing there in the aisle, staring at Amazon, staring at the vinyl, saying, oh. 
15, same 16 brand, bucks. Though? Yeah, like, same like, brand. Like this is the same. Exact like, same. These are all the little things that people like yes. always argue about the in-store purchase, brick and mortar versus stuff online is, well, is it the same brand? Is it the same lot number? Is it the same exact cut quality same. Uh, amount? But it's exact so same. exact carbon copy. And I didn't really feel too bad because it's not like it was a mom and pop craft store. It was a big name craft store. Yeah. So I'm like, you'll survive if I don't buy, you know, my vinyl from you today. So that trip was a bust. And then I realized I was nowhere in the vicinity of a uh, Home Depot. Yeah. So I went to uh, Ace Hardware. True Value and Ace Hardware, those are two separate things, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know why. I, I feel they like they're like competitors for like the local yeah. home This was an Ace Hardware shop. Um, which I really like because those are all locally owned. Each one, yeah, is, yeah. It's it's like yeah. always been the gist of all the true values and and aces is that like they're locally owned and operated. And they're supposed to have that personal touch as opposed to like the big box, you know. Stores. Yeah, and the one by our house is really good. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll stop there, get some bird seed. Um, I had mm-hmm. a 40 pound bag of bird seed mm-hmm. and a little packet of glue. Okay, and I'm like, I'm you know, I can carry 40 pounds. But this guy literally power walked in front of me to get to the cash register yeah, first. that's right. And he had like, a, he had something little. It was like this big. It was tiny. He could hold it in one hand. He paid for it and he paid with exact change. And it took a really long time. Like cash? Cash and, and change. And coins? It was like 42. What the fuck was he buying? I don't know, but it was it was small. But it Old was like, timer? He was, no, he's probably maybe a little bit older than you, but not. Really? Yeah. And he, he literally like pushed in front of me and I was standing there with a 40 pound bag of bird seed resting on my knee, waiting nice. for this guy to pay for his purchase. He's, and like, he's he, like, fuck that bitch. I it need to get out so of It was so rude. Like it was so, <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, it's not like he was already Man. there. He literally made it a point to walk in front of me. I'm like, chivalry is dead. My Listen, God. Listen, we're taking away right, rights from you ladies one by one. So don't I expect t- any fucking extras these you know days, between right? that and roe v wade i did feel a little beat down today well, i was like that's fine fuck? guess i'm invisible i don't matter i'll just fine. stand here and struggle fine. with a 40 pound bag of birdseed while you pull fine you pull 87 cents out of your pocket he was what if, ta- what he if was it was a baby pe- what if it was a pennies what was it what if it was a baby of rape that you had had because you can't get an abortion and do you think he would then allow you to go first what if you're like this is my rape baby no and my rape baby i had to have because uh there's no more uh abortions in arizona we're going to make everyone travel to California. Please, sir, can I go in front of you? Fuck no. That guy get right in front of you. He'd be like, it's 4127. That's what he was doing. It was like. 4137. <laughs> oh, my. I was sweating. I was sweating in line. Although I will tell you. What's up? The one time I did have a baby with me when our son was a baby. We people, had, there was an altercation. People cut you slack? Uh, no, actually. <laughs> There was a terrible alter- there was a terrible altercation in a Target parking lot. We don't give a fuck. I took him to Target one night. Pat was working nights at the radio station. This is where? Milwaukee? Yeah. Okay. This so was- this is like his first. He's five. Oh, he was he brand left, new. He left Milwaukee by like what? May? Yeah. This so was, he was like five months or I think under. this was like right after Christmas. Okay. Um, so he's I, a fresh one. I went to Target to get some diapers, formula, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. And um, when I came out... This family in this huge van, they did mm-hmm. not speak pretty. I don't, think, I don't think only the dad spoke English. Okay. They had parked me in. Like, I couldn't open my, my door to get in the car. I couldn't get him in the car. Mm-hmm. They had parked that close yes. to my car. And so I'm like, what am I supposed to do? It's the middle of winter. Yeah. So I opened the door. And yes, his my door touched his door. Yeah. And I put my kid in. I, I yeah. had to, like, I couldn't get in my car. So I just stand there. I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. They came out. 
and threatened to sue me. Were they in the car? Um, no, but they were right behind me. Okay. They came out and they were yelling at me in Spanish and then the dad threatened to sue me. And I, I'm like, dude, you effing parked me in. And I'll never forget what he said. He goes, new mom, such language. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I have a, I have a newborn yeah. in the car. It's winter and you parked me in. I'll oh, never course. forget that. This is like the weird social worker in me is that like, I feel like PC principal when I say yeah. there's a microaggression, but leading with, so a family who didn't speak English parked me in. Well, what I was, someone I may know. say, why is that important to the story? It's kind of like saying, so I got into it with this black guy okay, that's in line at 7-Eleven. No, I'm but, just saying, check, I, no, you know, this it. is like the weird part of me where what I'm like, I'm, I, I want to make sure that doesn't no, get lost. What I should have said is that the whole family was yelling yeah. at me in Spanish, yeah. and the only thing the dad could get out in English was, I'm going to sue you, Fuck and yeah. new mom's such language. He's American then. If he knows how to say, <laughs> I'm going to sue you, welcome, pal. You've assimilated. You're in. So upsetting. I was crying. The American fucking dream. (laughs) Newborn baby in the bed. A lot of... uh, Nobody gives a shit anymore about anybody else. But I'll tell you, though, as you know, you forget that. I grew up in a a, a part of Chicago that uh, the diversity I thought we had in views were that you were Polish Catholic or Irish Catholic or Mexican Catholic or Italian Catholic. Are you sensing the theme? Black Catholic. Hello, Kanye. Um, you know, that, that was kind of our thing. What you forget is, uh, a lot of folks, those old, uh, views from the old country, they come back over, man. Yeah, they do. Don't fucking think because, you know, like in my neighborhood, Stashu fucking came over on the boat from Poland that he's all of a sudden some new like freedom crusader Mm -hmm. and shit. Old school values come with man. And I'm not saying a couple generations down the line. You might not have a female in that same family that's like, yo, pops, that's a new mom over there. Maybe we should chill. Yeah. No. Still, that happens, though, bro. I'll tell you what, man. I was raised with some uh, real, I mean, I was raised by a traditional thinker like that who didn't act that traditional because she was so mentally fucking ill. Yeah. Like, my mom expected that level of nicety from everyone. Like, as a new mom, right, she, she would. she expect you to be fucking all motherly and shit and fucking calm and all that. Meanwhile, when my mom was a new mom, she was, like, fucking losing her mind. Well, yeah. Right? It's weird. Weird times. No, yeah, I guess I'll just never forget that because I'm, I'm, like, standing there crying with a newborn in the middle of winter because they parked me in. And no they're, fucks they're threatening. They're threatening to sue me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? No, I remember that with um, my uncle who married into the family. He's from Nicaragua. And... I didn't really care because I was a kid, but as I got older, I was like, he was, he was a teacher, his, my aunt is a teacher, and I was like, what are their, what's his political yeah. view like? And I found out that he is like- Pretty conservative. Incredibly yeah. conservative because he comes from a communist yeah. country. They come from actual communists. In a real, yeah. People, <laughs> not people, like, not no. like the fake made up um, Obama communism yeah. when, when Michelle Obama said, hey, your kid should have more apples in your lunch. And then she was called a communist. And you fucking threw like a sickle on her. That's you know? not communism. No. <laughs> he came from like Nicaragua where like we took your land and this is now the land of Nicaragua. Yeah. Like, that's fucking communist. I mean, even just now, I know I was talking to my aunt, and he went back to visit his mom. Yeah. And I know, like, he had a ton of stuff taken from him when he got, when he got to the country. And not anything controversial. 
I can't yeah. remember what it was. I think one of them was a slingshot he brought for his nephew. Mm. I mean, just it's a like, weapon. Yeah. So it could that, be used against the government. See? That's communism, guys. Fuck but yeah. it was just interesting because I was like, wow. Like, I, you know, I thought he'd be like a crazy liberal, like you said, freedom fighter. People, and yeah. He, he just, he won't, he won't let go of that. <clears throat> that's what I've kind of laughed about this theory that's been out there, floated around. I forget what the actual is. it replacement? I think it's called replacement theory. Whatever it is, it's, it's some kind of theory that we're going to open the floodgates to immigrants. Right. And that all the immigrants that, that come here are then going to vote for like these super neoliberal causes. Yeah. When you forget that, listen, people who actually come from places with liberal neo policies, they don't fucking come here. No. They stay in Switzerland. They stay yes. in Germany. They stay in, you know, they, they don't come here. We the are people, not, we are not like some <laughs> yeah. sort of liberal haven yeah. here. Yeah, the rest not, of the world looks yeah. at us like, what the hell are you doing? But people who do, do come here, right? Let's, you know. Um, a lot of them do bring very, like you said, conservative values because they've experienced in their lifetime a true authoritarian government. And Real they're oppression, so, yeah, yeah. Like they come from Cuba, like like down in southern like Florida, yeah. right? So like those are folks who know like they're so traumatized and they fucking should be. Well, and that's why I kind of like I, I never really talked politics with my it's uncle hard, man. because I was like, you know, you come from a place that I can't understand yeah. where there, like you said, there's real communism. This isn't your uncle Joe who lives on the South side talking about how we have a communist <laughs> government. That's not the same thing. Yeah, I'm like, that guy, yeah. I can't yeah. understand yeah. your upbringing in Nicaragua. It so was I'm like, not going to try to. It was the same way when just so I'm not like, just like so an equally piss off everyone. Yeah, why not? It, it was the same way when people love to throw around the the term Nazi a lot. And the first time we, we saw it a lot was I feel like W when when W was in all of a sudden they're like he's a Nazi. And then like Trump came in, they're like, he's a Nazi. And then you talk to actual like Holocaust survivors and they're like, no, no, no they aren't no, Nazis. No. Are they are they putting people on fucking trains to death camp? No. You shut the no. fuck up. Right. That was and, and that was the other weird thing with my uncle, too, is I know we talked the only time we ever talked about it as a family was because they lived in Wisconsin at the time. Um, it was the Scott Walker thing where he was basically, a, he was basically oh, saying, when he was busting all the unions, yeah, he was busting all the teachers unions yeah. saying teachers are the reason the States broke, which of course wasn't true, but you know, damn, and I, damn greedy teachers and their $52,000 a year salaries. I, know. I, I looked at him <laughs> like he, my, my uncle and my aunt are both teachers, yeah. both supported Scott Walker. Yeah. They were was, big on Walker supporters. Yeah, and I looked at him. I'm like, he's trying to like take literally take your job. Yeah. So, but okay, I, like I'm, I don't again don't understand what it's like to grow it's, up in Nicaragua. It's all so. very. That's the weird part about this, right? And obviously, this is all shaded and kind of fucking shades of all the Supreme Court news this week. Everything that comes down to telling one state that they can't regulate gun can you know guns, but they also told all the states you can regulate abortion, right? So this is what this is is somewhat wrapped in, right? But it's all so fucking personal. That's is, the weird yeah. part is, and, and then we're forced to really in our country in our system of government what we've come to be is we're forced to then take whatever is personal to us and shove it into. The square peg or the round hole. Yeah, exactly. That's those what are it your is. two choices, and I feel like all of us, to an extent, have to shove our shit and then probably shave a little bit off. Yes, and we have to probably change ourselves quite a bit to really fit into that. When yeah. in reality, we're like, well, I'm actually not like that, but it, that's just you know, yeah, the no, way I, I totally have to agree. fit. You know what I'm saying? That's, I've seen a lot. That's all I've seen on social media for the last few days is personal stories as yeah. to why you believe one thing or the other. Right. And that's fine. 
But that then I also go back to, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Like, abortion wasn't forced on anybody. If you don't want one or don't yeah. agree with it, That's you, a weird you didn't part, right? get one. Yeah. But now you've, you're trying to get rid of it for everybody and not even offer it as an option. That's pretty fucked up. I, I, you could argue with me all you want. I will never budge on this. And I come from a very... I was talking to... Our old babysitter on Twitter. Um, Which one? Oh, we we have a bunch. Of I this know, point, and I totally right? forgot her. She was one of the last ones in Plover. Okay. Uh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Yes. Uh, she and I were following. Yes. We, we had a very like we we have the same views, mm-hmm. but we had a very like it wasn't heated at all, but it was just a very different. We had a conversation on Twitter. Yeah. And she's like, is "Where any, all good conversations yeah, have, right? That's why Elon Musk is buying it." So no, the good have. conversations happen on Reddit. That's where, where everybody really is anonymous. They're actually a lot nicer. Yeah. But on Twitter, she was saying, "Like, man, she's like, I just look back on my church upbringing and see like all these horrible, hateful, judgmental people, and blah blah blah." And I said, you know what? I'm like, I choose to look at my conservative Christian upbringing like this. I feel like it made me a good Christian. The problem is there's a lot of really bad Christians out there. Like I, well, the message I took away from church growing up is to. But then the quote unquote bad Christians would say that you're a bad. I'm Christian, sure. Yeah. Right? I then, say, then you look at each other. I'm like, live and let live and don't yeah. judge anybody. That's what I took yeah. away. That's how I choose to look at my, cause I, it was a bad church upbringing, bad and ended very yeah. badly. So bad she turned Catholic. How many people convert to Catholicism, right? Everyone always says the the sign of a true Catholic is that you're now an atheist. And no, AJ had such a traumatic fucking weird upbringing with her, like, evangelical church-hopping self that she eventually goes, I need something with some fucking order. Something with stability. Stability. This has been around. What do you, you, you guys have systems? Yeah. You you guys, hold on. You burn pieces of paper and there's white smoke or black smoke? Cool, cool. Fucking cool on that. Awesome. I mean, they, of course, you know, every church has its problems, but it was a very interesting conversation. It was yeah, just man. two different ways of looking at our, our upbringing, which was very similar. And again, we shared the same views, but even she's like, well, it fucked me up. And it's, I was like, um, mm. it's, it's weird because for, for a couple reasons, right? Because if you really kind of dig into um, the opinion, and I know I'm going to start getting nerdy here, but I'm sorry. So the only way I know how to discuss these things is on the actual broad level. I know people love to talk in tweets and 140 characters yeah. in bold points, but really the devil's in the details. And if you don't believe me, ask the 1996 FCC deregulation. Uh, right. <laughs> That's why we're here and not on the radio. Just, yeah, I was just going to say, just <laughs> the reason why we're not on the radio the right reason now we're because not on of the, that. The reason we're not on the right? radio and the reason your flights are getting canceled is because of one word, deregulation. deregulation so remember right? that next time you hear that, it, deregulation really, really fucks up everything. Um, but in the opinion uh, of the majority, which was authored by Justice Leto, there is language that says how the innate right to an abortion that it was not obviously included in the Constitution, nor is it, and I'm paraphrasing here, um, a root core value of our nation. And I usually, and maybe this is what empathy is all about, right? I've usually fought against the slippery slope argument, right? Remember the last time we heard the slippery slope arc argument, I swear to Christ, was when gay marriage was being figured out. Which was um, Which actually was, today, what, what? five like years ago, know. six years ago? But yeah. it was like, you know, some fucking kooks out there, you know, they're like, oh, what next? I can marry my dog. And we're oh like, shut God, the fuck not up. not what we're talking about, you idiot. Now, this is a little bit different where because of some of the language 
I feel like it can almost be set as precedent in case law, which of course is just we're going to challenge another law in the Supreme Court and see how they rule on it, to possibly go after um, other rights that are not in the Constitution and not what a majority of seven people believe to be core American values. Of course, gay marriage is probably at the top of the list. That's not in the Constitution. It's not in the Constitution. And you could argue, when we were around in 1776, it is not a part of our root core values. I just love that. A 250-year-old document is what we're basing today's... Listen, listen. uh, Give me a break. I can flip this into fucking Bible talk. There's a lot of people basing everything off of fucking text, whether it's the Bible, the Quran, or whatever it is, thousands of years. Ours is only a couple hundred years old, right? Ours is actually pretty fucking modern. So... With that, you kind of get a little queasy. If you're someone, and this is where I go back to the politics is personal. If you're someone who has enjoyed some of these newly settled upon rights, something like this may trip your trigger. If you're someone whose marriage is only recognized because of what we thought was a Supreme Court decision that settled the case... This draft, not it's not even a draft opinion. It's now the published opinion. Sorry, for two months we were saying the draft opinion because they leaked the fucking opinion. By the way, and and just great timing on this because I was working when this happened. I was working um, when you work for the news. By I work for the news. I was working when the gun legislation came through, yeah. and they which, got which killed, everybody, killed by Roe v. Wade. Everybody right? was like, "Yay, yeah. something did something!" You know and then Roe v. Wade came through, and they were like, and "You know what? Oh, Roe v. Wade aborted the fucking gun legislation. It fucking left." Last abortion allowed was anyone finding out that they passed a fake gun legislation law. It was just so ironic. They happen within hours of each other. And I've never seen such a turnaround and reaction like, what the hell? I know it's very un Obama like of me to say, throw the baby out with the bathwater and all that shit. (laughs) But but the fucking, that fake gun legislation that they signed in is almost as entertaining as the fake fucking healthcare law they signed in with. With the ACA. Yeah. That's I've a, never seen a bigger, more crock of shit of fucking politicians trying to make people think happy. that they did something. Before a fucking election. Fuck you. It's it's so awful. All, all of them are awful. To rewind where we, where we were going, you talk about core American values that may not be mentioned in the Constitution. Now, that, of course, is where we can kind of take the gun thing out of this, right? Yeah. Because people are going to say, well, what about guns? We care more about guns. The guns, for better or for worse, however you want to interpret it, they have a line in that Constitution. So when Justice Alito talks about not mentioned in the Constitution, okay, and then not a core American value, it starts, you know, there's, there's, so now you start thinking, is someone going to challenge gay marriage in the right way? And using kind of this opinion, maybe get that tossed out. Um, do we kick it further down the road? And all of a sudden, Chief, uh, you know, Justice Clarence Thomas finds himself in an illegal marriage because there might be someone that thinks interracial marriage is also not a right that's in the Constitution. And, and also, you could definitely argue when we first founded this country, not a core value. So could that marriage become illegal? Once again, if someone challenges that court case in the right manner, using this now as precedent. Are you referring to the senator who tweeted that we should bring back segregation yesterday? I No. See, that's the thing. I'm not even involved in all that. What? A this is me. Shit. 
This he, is me. He, he retweeted right. the Roe v. Wade decision yeah. and said, now let's go after this, that, and the other thing. Right. And everybody was like, are you but kidding? You know what? But, but at least he's being honest. That's that's the thing. Well, at least he's showing his colors. We I've know he's a, a piece few, of shit. I've heard a few. Um, and here's the weird part, too, is that I'm a kid who was raised a Chicago uh, Catholic, which is weird because people think of Chicago now and because of the way, I don't know, everyone likes to make you fear stuff. Going back to Ronald Reagan, by the way, his welfare queen was based off a woman in Chicago. There's a great book about it. I got. I want to read that. It's a great book. Because my... Oh, it's a great book. It's, it's like literally where the fucking term was coined. And the woman was actually a con woman, not a welfare queen. My dad was very Southside racist yeah. growing up. And Welcome to my life in Chicago. I Holy know. fuck. Every, and, 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 and by the way, racist, everyone was racist against everyone. Yeah, everybody hated everyone. Whites hated the blacks, blacks hated the whites, Mexicans That's hated the Milwaukee Puerto Ricans. Was, yeah. Puerto Ricans said, fuck you to the Cubans. Um, yeah, growing up, like my, my dad, his excuse was, well, I got beat up by Mexican gangs when I was a kid. So, so did I'm I. a racist. So did I. So I joined one. <laughs> and then I got to beat up other you Mexican gangs. You can't beat gangs. them, join them. Well, so but that was. Oh! That was his thing growing up. He always referenced that welfare queen yeah. that has 10 kids oh, and is on public. Dude, and I'm like, who, read the I'm book. Like, it's a great this book. person that you keep referencing? It was a political tactic that was used in the 1980 Ronald Reagan uh, uh, campaign and was based off an article in Chicago about a woman who actually turned out to be a criminal con woman, but at the time was just scamming the welfare system. And he used her as like this, you know, woman with all these kids, yada, yada. I go on. In Chicago, growing up Catholic, you would think of us, oh, we're Chicago. You guys are crazy liberals and, you know, blue is and all this. Uh, every Sunday uh, at church, I heard some way, shape, or form them praying for the babies and the, and the dead babies and the babies in the womb and, and for the senators and for everyone to pray for uh, pro, pro-life, right? And, and they'd raise money. They're always passing the plate. It was a constant in my world growing up Catholic, right? They were not that. The Catholics latched onto it. My mom latched onto it. Shit, even AJ, in her younger years, and this is the weird part when you start dragging your kids to shit, got dragged to one of these protests by her mom because her mom was kind of on on that far-off pro, pro-life pro shit, right? I will raise my hand right now. Yeah. And I, was, I wasn't a little kid. I was a teenager. So I understood, all I understood was what abortion was. That's all you knew is that someone uh, got pregnant and then this. And they're like, I don't want it. And then they kill the baby. And then this, yeah, this uh, uh, ceases uh, the So I got dragged out with a church group. Yeah. And. This is why she she converted to uh, to Catholicism. See, they just tell you about it in church. They don't actually drag you anywhere. No, they just Catholic, have, Catholics, Catholics are like, just say pray about it. Like pray about it. Give us a few bucks and just we'll see what happens. Uh, I was one of those people standing on the street corner with the big poster of the dead nice. baby. What are those people going to do now? They're going to be fucking bored. I Here's what I'd like to say about it, because I was that, that kid who was out there. Yeah. And nobody, nobody thinks abortion is attractive. Nobody who wants an abortion, who gets an abortion, it's you're not having a party. Yeah. This isn't fun. You don't see a lot of abortion parties. No. You see divorce you parties. You see divorce parties. You don't see abortion parties. You see death parties. You see death parties. Birthday parties. Birthday parties. No abortion parties. Yeah. You know why? Because regardless of the reason, it's traumatizing. It's a traumatizing decision to have to make. And the fact that it takes two people to get pregnant, but only one of us can carry the baby. Yeah, yeah. And now we are being told you have to carry the baby. Hey. You, you don't get a choice. The guy can walk away. Guy can spread a seed 
as Don't many worry. times as he wants. They all said they're going to really fund social services oh, to support all the single moms. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, it helps on the way. They're only going to want to raise your taxes. We were talking about this yesterday with uh, my friends, Jenny and JJ. They came over for a pool party. And can I just say, by the way, they have two kids, 13. Yes. And uh, I can't remember how Avery's a little younger. Um, but we were had a pool party. And I'm exhausted still from playing with the kids in the pool. <laughs> I needed a nap this afternoon. She I'm did. so tired. But they lived in Japan because he was in the Air Force. Yeah. And she said they are so desperate out there for people to have kids because of... she. Yeah. It was It's a long story no about how... No one's having babies. Nobody's having babies in Japan. And she's like, they will give you literally everything when you have a baby have some baby yeah they're like here's money here's formula right. here's baby we'll, yeah, clothes we'll, we'll give you a paid we'll, time we'll, off yeah paid time off and i'm like we don't have that in this yeah. country we don't have guaranteed health care guaranteed paid parental leave yeah. um there is literally like virtually no help for new moms out yeah. there yet you're telling us all Dude. now we have to carry a baby regardless of how it was conceived regardless of yeah. how it comes out you might have you know i mean a- that is the weird part that we're not like france right this isn't like france where the the famed you know healthcare systems are like fucking take off for two years or no. like you need some time that's cool to be with your baby guess We're- how long i could afford to take off work for two weeks two weeks that's two, weeks, you got. You got two after weeks after i had a baby and then i had to go back because i my baby was on formula because i could not breastfeed i did not produce enough milk and it was 30 dollars a can which I'm, I'm sure it's even more now but as that person who was out there holding the sign with the dead baby on it that's crazy you were one of them i was and I, I'm people fucking throw anything at you. They honk. Uh, people, thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, lots of lots of lots of fingers. Lots of fuck yous. Um, you never knew though with the honks if they were supportive. See, or, I was or say, what is, is it an aggressive honk like, or is it like a bop, bop, no, which, the, which is like a yeah. The honks you could never tell. That's Obviously, funny. when they stuck their middle finger out the window, you could tell. <laughs> I but, just love so you so, know. So I, I mean, I had to grow up and and learn for myself yeah. and. Um, you know, I don't want to go into it, but, um, I had a miscarriage at one point and the procedure I had is considered an early abortion. And I was on birth control both times I got pregnant, both times. So, and I I don't consider the procedure I had an abortion, but medically speaking, that's what it's considered. Oh, so then what would that, so have you looked up now, which is like the new thing, right? Because when Rover's way got, got overturned. It now essentially kicks this back to the states, right? Yeah. Which is weird because just the day before, you had the Supreme Court say, New York, you cannot enforce yeah. this gun law. You know, They basically said one day, we don't yeah. trust the states to make their own gun laws. And the next day we said, we trust you to make your All own the laws on it's abortion. It's very weird, it's right? It's stupid. We're very, and, and once again, it's, it's because it has that bare arms in the fucking yeah. Constitution. It gets all that weird fucking play. It's but, all a political ploy. So now we're going back to states, and there's a bunch of these states, uh, and it's going to go like anything else. You're going to have blue and red states, and it's going to be blue states where you can get abortions and red states where you can't. So have you looked up, like, in, in Wisconsin, which is where you lived, I assume, when this procedure happened, have you done any research as to what would Wisconsin's laws, how would they affect you, like, now? Now that, like, you know, this is gone would it still be available? Would it have been not available? So my procedure was done at a hospital, not at like a Planned Parenthood clinic. Okay. But I, I listen, I love Planned Parenthood. Yeah. I went there when I didn't have health care. Yeah, yeah. I went there and I, I needed it. They were there for me. They provide a yeah. lot of great health care. Um, but it wasn't at one of those clinics. Um, I'm 
a little overwhelmed at the amount of information coming out of each state now. Yeah, because there's like trigger, there's trigger laws in certain states, like the hard, like, you know, the fucking Utahs of the world, like the hardcore pro-life states, they were waiting for it. So they have trigger laws that as soon as Roe v. Wade- Missouri, I think, was the first one that said no abortion ever again done. Um, So- I know Illinois is going to become, and man, you know, I hate to say well, it, but well, hang on. Go so, ahead. okay. What, and I'm overwhelmed. And there's people, a lot of information. People yeah. are sharing stuff from different states, states they don't live in saying, yes, you can come here. No, you can't. Yeah. Um, there are health systems like, like back in Michigan. I think it, I'm not going to name it cause I could be wrong, but two of the big health systems in Michigan yeah. have said that we will continue to provide abortions as healthcare. And I'm pretty sure Governor Whitmer obviously supports that. But here's my... I know, but hang on. Yeah, go ahead. So then I saw another shared post about... um, how much of a fucking mess. It is. is. Look at how much of a mess it already is. No, the states cannot handle it, clearly. But then another state was like, we're shutting down Planned Parenthood clinics. There's too much gray area right now. So I'm overloaded with information, so so I don't know where I... So basically, here's how I can um, assume that if you are... A blue state with blue with you know blue laws on the books, right? Like Michigan, and you have blue leadership at the moment. You're cool. Let's replace Whitmer with Thank Snyder. You. Snyder would have been like, "Oh, it's settled. Abortions are done today." And therein lies the problem: so, is that if you if you switch parties with governors. Then, it's then gonna they're going to, so like whoever, snip, snap, snip, snap. like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Literally. like Missouri is a, is a Republican state and they have a bunch of, you know, Republican leaders. So as soon as this happened, it was like, boom, there people are like, right on, let's go ahead and yeah. just fucking like take care of this. It's a total shit show. And I, it's going to continue to be a shit show. But this now, isn't the, the, the end. What I've seen is that Illinois is going to end up becoming kind of the abortion, uh, capital of the Midwest because, if laws, whatever the fuck is going on now, and every, if everything stays the same and this goes into effect, it looks like Illinois is going to be the only spot where you can get an abortion. Like out of Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. The yeah, the, yeah, like it's going to be. So what I'm thinking is, are you going to get an influx of people now coming in? And two, I hate to say it, I'm not trying to think like a Rockefeller, but that's why we all know their fucking names. Who's making money off this? Yeah. Who's setting up clinics? Who's funding them? That's the other weird part about this whole thing. And this is the undercurrent of it. And where I was trying to go with how much I heard about this as a kid uh, with the Catholic Church. This is going to upset kind of the reason... For a lot of people's purpose. Yes, and and that's part of... Is that kind of fucking like... Do you feel yes, that? Yes, yes, yeah. because, okay. because growing up in a conservative Christian household, my parents were still... They held a lot of very liberal views. Yeah, but like but pro-life the, was the like... The core that was, it, yeah. was pro-life. And I know so many people that will vote on no other issue. I remember... They don't care yeah. what the candidate yeah. says or does. Hashtag Donald Trump. Yeah. All that matters is yeah. that they're pro-life. Now what? Now what's your platform? Does that, one, I mean, okay. It's almost like, and I've seen one person say this, it's it's the dog who caught the car. Yeah. Now what do you do? Like the dog's been chasing the car down the block every fucking day when it comes, and finally now it clamps onto the bumper. What do you do? do? People's purpose, and when I mean this, and I read about this in Tucson, there's a group of fucking ladies. Just like AJ and her mom with the signs, the dead babies. 
They've been going to the Planned Parenthood of Tucson for 41 years. Oh, good God. And they're out there, of course, praying now, which was funny because I was like, well, why are they out there now? You got what you wanted. And then that's what I said. I'm like, this is going to upset that. Because they don't know what to do. They don't know what to fucking do. And they asked them, well, what are you doing now? They said, well, we're praying. We're praying for everyone. This is not a celebration. We're not trying to celebrate and say, ha ha. We're just trying to pray. And I, and in my mind, I go, no, I think you don't know what else to do. You, yeah. There's a lot of groups, a lot of 5013Cs, a lot of CEOs of charitable organizations yeah. that make a lot of fucking money who now I think have to switch their focus. And one, the whole thing about Roe v. Wade and the big kind of Republican right thing has been states' rights, states' yeah. rights. It should be states' rights. Okay, fine. Well, if that's really true. And why is Mitch McConnell? Because he's the smartest guy in the room, by the way. If you want to know the smartest Republican in the fucking room, it's, it's, it's the fucking turtle. Old man McConnell's the smartest guy in the room. He's already kind of figured out how do we keep this a winning issue alive? Because now it's done. Yeah. Now his guys can't use this in the fall. It's, you can't use it as a platform. As you a got platform. what you wanted. He's already gone to, well, now we need to work on a national abortion oh, ban. Oh, for fuck's sake. Which, now that's a winning issue. Now that, his guys and <laughs> now gals, the platform. they can tell you in November, you gotta vote us in because now we gotta get a national one. Which, of course, discounts all the rhetoric you've been using for 50 years yeah. that this is a state's rights issue. Now you're gonna make it bigger because you need that platform. Exactly. This is the upset of purpose that it's almost like when you fucking retire. Like, what do you, what do, you do now? What have you done? What do now? <laughs> what do now? For people out there who have been especially medically retired, let's take my fucking father. Yeah. My father, 72 years old. He was practicing uh, as an optometrist for 47 years. Up until, like, the day before yeah. he had a stroke. And Literally. then he, he had a massive fucking brain stem stroke about a month and a half ago. And he was forced to retire. And he's done. And now this motherfucker's still alive. And he's got to figure out a purpose besides yeah. learning how to move his leg again. To what do now yeah. when you wake up every day in your house when you get home? And for people like this lady and her friends. Yeah. What who, do you do now? Who've been going to a fucking clinic and showing pictures of dead babies to women who are walking in for probably one of the hardest decisions of their life. What do those fucking people do now? Yeah. It's weird, man. I don't know. That's it's like. It's weird because I guess, I don't know. I just. I feel as a woman, like I'm being told, like I'm not intelligent enough yeah. to make a decision about my body myself, which I just, I know how different every woman's reproductive system is. Some are non-existent. Some yeah. women obviously can't even have children, but I know, I mean, between me and my girlfriends, my sister, my female relatives, we all have a, our own myriad of problems. Yeah. And guess what? None of your business. Not one ounce yeah. of it is your business. And I very much feel like I will, I will continue as a woman uh, who has very liberal views to fight for your right to worship whoever you want. You have freedom of religion. I want you to worship whoever you want. I don't care. I'm trying to, they're trying to recruit me into the Mormon church here in Oro <laughs> Valley nonstop. And I say no, but I'm like, go do your thing. Great. Be Mormon. Go be Muslim, go be Christian, go be Catholic. I don't care. That's your right. But then for you to wag your finger at me and tell me I don't have the right to make a decision about, about my body, you're full of shit. It's my body. It's my decision. And that's the end of the story. And it's not your business at all. Notice how AJ and all the liberals are fighting for everyone's rights except for us agnostics and uh, atheists. I'm sorry. You like that? There. You like that? Yeah. Well, fuck, I should have said us. that. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. We don't have a group. Fuck I us. I should have said we don't have or our to own... worship nothing. Yeah. Or yeah, we don't have our own fucking uh, you know, non 
Stop it. What is the uh, get the fuck what out is of the here. one from the South Park? Is it the flying spaghetti monster? <laughs> flying or something? spaghetti. No, that's that's overall the the atheist Jesus. Go ahead, the worship flying the flying spaghetti, spaghetti monster. I don't care. It's none of my business. Yeah. Likewise, my body is none of yours. Yeah, that's the weird part. Do for, your thing. You know, just stay out of my face. For me, as uh, just uh, I'm kind of a fucking you do you person, right? Yeah. And um, that's me. Like I I don't give. And a I guess fuck that's my biggest problem with do. it is that like these are the same people who say don't touch my rights. Yeah. But this is the right it's they weird, want taken right? away from everybody. But they're like, this one must be taken away so, from everybody. Here's the real question. And I honestly mean this, especially for us, because we're out here kind of in a new land. Like I said uh, in our last podcast, we have a chance now to be uh, scared into voting for a whole bunch of new assholes as opposed <laughs> to the old assholes. Who, of, of both parties. Who, they're who, all yeah, oh, yeah, they're all trying to scare you into fucking voting for me. Like, who scares me more? Do we live in like the <laughs> safest suburb? And, and then there's Tucson, someone already campaigning about keeping it safe. Yeah, there's somebody running on like, you know, I will safe. keep you safe. And we're like, it is though, keep dude. Me safe. It keep is. me safe from fucking a coyote, my back. <laughs> right. What are you, any Santa sit out there with a gun? Do you think this is a winning issue for the Democrats in the November midterm election? Historically, as we all know, the opposing party of whatever party is elected in the general, right? So when you have a Democratic president or a Republican president, historically, the midterm election after is then a reckoning on that party, right? Yeah. The other party comes into power. Most recently, the only time it hasn't happened was the midterms in o- of 02. Why? Because we're riding high on 9-11, yeah. right? The Republicans, Bush is looking very good in yeah. that. They gain a few seats. But mainly, you get shellacked. Look to, what to, happened right yes. after they legalized gay marriage. Well, we turned the... Exactly. In, we took, we, a Republican was yeah, voted as president. I mean, same thing. Obama right oh wait yeah. and then 2010 t- tea party revolution is this a way for them to actually stave that off because history tells us that not only are the democrats going to get fucking fucking shellacked in the midterms and republicans are going to take back the house the senate and everything in between is this a way to stop the bleeding is this a way to defeat that or is this just unfortunately still not a motivator in a non-presidential year when you don't have a big snazzy candidate at top trying to get you out? I say this as a liberal voter. Um, the Democrats do absolutely nothing 99% of the time. Yes. I'm very disappointed in the party. Yeah. I think they suck. I think they have no balls. They're, but they're your best option as a liberal. As that's a liberal, your best is, yeah, option. What, what else am I going to do? That's like, all you, you got. I'm not, yeah. not going to vote. Yeah. But um, I, I think they're probably, I don't want to say happy about it, but like they don't know what to do about anything, and now they have. I mean, this they is, have their they have their sights on something. Something so maybe this, this will turn is, it around. This is potentially the same thing. This has been a you know fifty year long winning issue for the Republican Party, right? I mean, it just how long that's been going on. Yeah, it's been a winning issue. I was a teenager when I protested. I'm 39 now. So here's my thing: do do we now just flip that dynamic? Does this now become this winning issue for the Democrats, right? I mean, because if you remember who actually got Joe Biden into office, it's all those suburban women who flipped from Obama to Trump. And then after all the Trump shit, they're like, fuck this. And they went to Biden. Those are the women. Is this a, is this a winning issue for them? For women? Yes. Suburban housewives, not cities, not rural suburban housewives. Is this a winning issue for the Democrats? Are they willing to say, 
ah, fuck, I should get out this, you know, eh, I'm going to make sure I get out and vote this November. Because it, it, it's a midterm. It's not sexy. No, it's, it's not, not sexy. There's no fucking but yes, we can. midterms are so important. But I get it. I get why people are exhausted of all this. Because not, it, I don't truly believe that any politician out there has our best interests at heart. I really don't. I think they do, but I think it gets it gets so it gets, coll- it gets muddy. It gets so colluded yeah. by the time they get where they are because of what they have to do to get where they are. And you know, there's very few people who I think really keep their stripes. And and and, well, and that's a good and bad thing. Some for better, some for worse. There is a woman running for governor now in Arizona. Yeah, who is a TV personality? Oh, so of she's course. the best. So, yeah, Carrie so- Lake. That's her name. <laughs> Carrie Lake. Because, yeah, you know, TV news personalities know so much about being in politics. Um, she was like a, was she registered Democrat? She, I guess. So she was, she and was, there there are signs for her all over the city with, and she, her sign, her campaign slogan is Trump endorsed. Yeah. Her, her sign has Trump on it. I mean, she which, is marrying herself to that movement yes. saying in Arizona for me to win, because remember, this is a primary right now. Yeah. So she's saying in this Republican primary, right? And this is arguably a red state that kind of maybe is going purplish. Um, but she, saying this is my best strategy for with, with my base yeah. is that if I'm a Republican and I got the endorsement of the president um, who has a huge approval rating within my yeah. my party this guy is going to get me the nomination which in Arizona then arguably you don't got to do too much then to beat the Democratic you know opponent but it's coming out now that she donated to Obama's campaign she, she has pictures a with Obama Democrat man she I donated mean, to Obama, and yeah. then and then apparently she's claiming. Wait, let me finish. Go ahead. She's claiming she's a lifelong member of the NRA. Yeah. She joined it like a year yeah. ago before she started running. She's an absolutely no, fake Republican, and I think that's the problem: is we have people like that yeah. who are just a hot freaking mess, and you don't like, believe anything they but say. But here's the thing: here's the thing. Guess what? So so fucking Trump. I mean, I Trump. Oh, he's, uh, Trump he's fucking greatest con artist of Trump all donate, time. He was a Democrat. He donated yeah. to fucking Clinton and all of them. And then when it served him right, he flipped. So I, is, saw, I mean, so I saw, so I maybe lot, is yeah. it a winning fucking playbook? You know for what? Her? And that's a good point. Is it, it a winning playbook? It might be because I saw so many of my and not all. I don't want to lump in all Christians because I have a lot of Christian friends who are like hands off my body, man. It's yeah, none yeah. of your damn business. Sure. But I because um, next we come for your churches. Oh, we take our tax dollars out of the plate. That's right. Look out, folks. We come for your tithing. When Trump got elected, I saw people literally post it's a it's a victory for all the dead babies. Yeah. And I'm like, that's it. That's all you voted on. Yeah, you no, don't no, it's, care it's, about. Yeah. You don't care about his past, no, present, or no, no, his future. No, no. That's all you care about. And he was a great. So you're del- right. Yeah, it was very much who can get us there. You know, who can get us there? Listen. And I'm not making any any fucking comparisons at all. But I've been studying World War One and Two lately, and literally Adolf Hitler, by the way, is inbred. He was uh, his his his, his, his his mom and dad were cousins, <laughs> and the three kids that they had before him all fucking died at birth Shocking. because they were inbred. So you know Germany was in such a shit spot after World War One because we really kind of stomped their balls and then made them eat shit afterwards for a while. That all it took was for the inbred guy who talked the loudest to get everyone yeah. who was so pissed off to go, fuck it, I'm going to follow, that, follow guy. that guy. You're yeah. like, fuck it, this guy says that we should all have a puppy, man. Yeah, yeah, the puppy's for everyone. So, you know, again, it's who can get something done for you. But now that that is done. So what? what's the new platform? Exactly. 
And is it going to be a national kind of, you know, ban? But then that goes against the rhetoric. Or is this now a 50-year winning issue? Do we now have people who are being born? I was born in 1978, so that's five years after Roe v. Wade. My whole fucking life has been the church I was involved with and a lot of people barking about this needs to go away. Yeah. There's someone being born right now, you know, or a year ago or two years ago, who their whole life could potentially now be the other side. The other, the opposite, yeah. Fucking raising money and screaming about it every election. I don't know. I, I will I will fight for your rights, even if you won't fight for mine, but my body is none of your business. As uh, much as I've never really been able to nail down a political ideology that really fits to me, much like the comparison we made about shoving ourselves into that round or, uh, you know. A square, square peg, peg in a round hole. I will tell you this much, boys and girls. I will fight for the right of everyone to sit on their 20-acre land of medical marijuana with a shotgun in their hand and their lesbian wife next to them. Exactly. With babies or no babies everywhere. I don't give a fuck. So stop giving a fuck what other people do. You do you. I'm going to do me. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.